This is Nonprofiting. I am Brooke Hawkins, Communication Program Manager at Serve Denton and the host of this podcast. So why am I doing this podcast? Well, simply put, to help nonprofits. Serve Denton supports other nonprofits that help people become self-sufficient. So our goal is to bring in guest speakers who are experts in their field so you can better communicate, fundraise, cut your costs, you name it. We want to see you succeed. So today, we're going to talk about how to make words stick. Essentially, we're talking about storytelling. We are constantly communicating with our words, and only our words. Now, there are 1,025,109 words in the English language. So if this is true, we have a lot of words to choose from. I would say the purpose of writing is to communicate uh, what you're passionate about, and what your organization believes in to people out in the community, to potential supporters. Uh, And so that people can understand what your organization is, how you're making a difference. I mean, that's the fundamental thrust of every nonprofit organization, is they're going to make some difference in the world. How are you going to communicate that? That was Pat Smith. I'm the executive director of Serve Denton, and Serve Den's mission is to help other nonprofits open doors for people to become self-sufficient. And what we do is we provide a variety of services in both real estate and information technology and communication to help agencies do what they do better. I mean, that's the fundamental thrust of every nonprofit organization is they're going to make some difference in the world. How are you going to communicate that? Being able to write well is critical in helping people to remember that Because there's so many messages out there in the world today that we have to filter out and sort through. So do you say the bottom line is to make sure your mission is very clear in all type of writing? I would say that's important, yes. I think it's important, but I would add to that a little bit. Because I think awareness is good, but awareness doesn't actually change the world. And so I would say that the purpose of writing is about persuasion. That was Casey Strader. I work with nonprofit organizations through a business I started called Save Nine Consulting, and it comes from the expression, a stitch in time saves nine. So I help uh, many nonprofit organizations save money by in investing and in planning in the long run upfront through board planning, strategic planning, retreats, and also fund development such as grants. I hold a nonprofit management master's degree from the University of North Texas and have worked in the nonprofit industry for about 10 years. So I asked Casey, Tell me more about persuasion. How does that work? How does that relate to nonprofit writing? So you want to persuade people toward a set goal, and whether that goal is so that they know more about your mission so that they will donate money or so that they will volunteer or so that they will tell other people. And so I'd say that really the purpose of writing for me comes down to whatever piece it is, whatever I'm working on, what do I want the person who reads it to do? So before you write, do you think, what am I trying to persuade them? What's the point? Yeah, what's, what's the persuasion? Like, what is the end goal? And if the end goal is donations, then I need to write in that direction. If the end goal is action or voting or showing up to something, those are all different goals and they require some different motivation. I also think it requires a really good understanding of who you're writing to, uh, analyzing the audience. And I agree with Casey that ultimately you want to persuade or influence people to take some action. Mm-hmm. Understanding where they are and what their interests are is important in that process. 
And I think when it comes to awareness, that is ultimately a building block of persuasion. Sometimes when you're writing, it's just to inform people so that eventually, with enough of that knowledge and information, they'll be moved to action. So it's not like every single thing you generate has to be like, now go do this. Some of it is awareness, but I think um, too often nonprofit organizations make the error of stopping with awareness or stopping with just people knowing, but ultimately you have to keep in mind that you want people to do something with that knowledge. So whenever you're approaching writing, um, do you think there's a technique behind it all? Maybe like a step-by-step -step process that you could help other people whenever they're writing? Or is it really just kind of up to the individual? I think that there's definitely room for individual style, but I have kind of a checklist that I work through when I'm reviewing and editing a piece. And the first thing that I look at is, is it correct? Meaning grammar, spelling, punctuation, because that's the first thing that's going to turn a lot of people off. So is it correct? Is it clear? Does it make sense what I'm trying to express or what I'm trying to uh, motivate people to do? Is it compelling? That's the third one. Is there a good problem statement behind it? Is there a good reason why people should care? Does it matter? Um, and so am I being compelling? And then the last one is, is it complete? Does it give people the information that they need to take an action? Does it have the website? Does it have the address? Does it have all the necessary parts that are in there so it can be spelled correctly and not have all the pieces so those are a little bit different. So that's what I go with is, is it correct? Is it clear? Is it compelling? Is it complete? Pat, do you have anything to add? No, I agree with everything Casey said and, and that's a great way to remember it. Uh, I would say that often what I see is people struggling with words and uh, trying to write at a very sophisticated level mm -hmm. when really much more basic communication is what's called for. Uh, I've gotten in the habit now of taking other people's writings and my own and running them through a reading index it's in Microsoft Word and I'm often shocked how uh, difficult it is the way I phrase things and just trying to make it very meaningful but at the same time very easy to understand. Yeah, I think that comes back to what truly persuades people. You don't have to impress them with a lot of fancy flowery language. You just need to put the core of your mission in front of them and let them decide. So I think being as clear as you can be and not um, not trying to uh, maybe impress or disguise with lots of words. And then the other thing that I would say is um, when it comes to being compelling, part of that is not using words that are overused. So looking at, you know, there are lots of people in the nonprofit community who use the same words over and over and over again. And so just exploring different verbs or um, different ways to explain what you're doing or why your mission matters, that can really add to a compelling case if it's just told in a fresh way. I remember whenever I was taking a class in college and then it was kind of reinforced whenever I was working at Serbden where I sent a media release to Pat and I used the word utilize when I could have just used the word use mm -hmm. and I was trying to make my writing sound fancier than it really needed to be and I get so frustrated when I'm reading something like I can't even understand these words they're right. way above my <laughs> head yeah so um why not just use something that the common person can understand. Yeah, and I think that it's also respectful just to um, 
give people that time. So it takes more time to read something that's complicated. It takes more time to weed through a lot of uh, extra syllables. And so respecting people's time, they're totally volunteering to read whatever you send them. They don't work for you. They don't have to read it. They're not in some class that you're giving. It's just volunteering. And so um, whether they're reading it as a potential donor, a potential volunteer, a potential supporter in some way, you can respect their time by just being clear, um, quick, and not like shooting way over their heads trying to impress them so much by your fancy words that they just give you money. And that was the first episode of Nonprofiting. Please let us know your thoughts. If you have any ideas of what you want the next episode to be about, please let us know. We'd love to find those experts to hopefully help you improve your organization. Um, Thank you so much for listening and stay tuned to episode two.